they turn, they give it to Chubby, vault, he lands, touchdown! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. If you can't slow down Chubb, man, you can't beat this group. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And does that mean that this winds up being the last game Mitchell Trubisky starts? I think everybody can be a lot better, myself included, and we'll just have to look at that. Earlier on the show, three-time Pro Bowl cornerback Joe Hayden. Coming up, Cowboys quarterback Cooper Rush. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. Plus, Eagles cornerback Darius Slay. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Oh, yes, it is. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We had a great hour one in-studio chat with the recently retired or soon-to-be-officially retired in the National Football League, the three-time Pro Bowl cornerback, now looking to get into the world of the paparazzi, Joe Hayden. Who better to talk about the Browns and the Steelers and former Browns and Steeler, uh, Joe Hayden, and he did. And if you missed any of it, we're here on Channel 210 on the Roku channel, the show re-airs as soon as it's over, but we got two more hours to go before that happens. Our YouTube stream is also a neat little backstop. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show is our YouTube uh, archive. Um, if you missed anything in that first hour, we also touched upon the Celtics making their suspension of their um, terrific Eastern Championship basketball coach, uh, Ime Udoka. They made that suspension for a year official and told us no details as to why it was merited other than to say it absolutely was. So if you missed any of that, it's on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Short. Just sit tight because we got the next uh, two great hours to go. Uh, Daniel Jones of the Giants and Cooper Rush of the Cowboys are the quarterbacks of the final game of week number three on Monday Night Football. They're about to join us together. Well, right. not, not not on not not together on the same, separately. Yeah, right, right. In the same right. segment, right. Uh, chat with Cooper Rush, and then a chat with Daniel Jones, New York Giants. In this hour, a uh, big play. Darius Slay will be joining us from the Philadelphia Eagles, also two and zero atop the NFC East, just like the Giants. Um, he will join us in hour number three when Chris Brockman will also give me what he does every single Friday, uh, which is winners for you. I don't know what he's talking about when he's talking about winners. Or, or overs and unders. Uh, also, for me, however, uh, some uh, scenarios that may play out over the weekend. What's more likely? It's more a lot likely. of fun. Kind of like the the bookend to Overreaction Monday. Absolutely. There's Overreaction Monday, and then what's more likely on Friday? TJ Jefferson, uh, you have your fantasy advice all queued up, correct? I'm going to let you know who is him and who ain't him. Nice. Okay, that's how we're going to do this. Well, you are him when it comes to fantasy advice in this program. Well, kind of. I was about, you know, 40% last week. But, hey, man, you know, it's a process. It's okay. It's okay. It's a crapshoot in many many different ways, and I don't know what that means. But, uh, (laughs) you know, um, we're still looking for a name for your fantasy segment. Maybe that's it. You you are him. I don't know. we got to figure it out. That's why I didn't want to commit to one right off the bat, because him came out this week, Rich. Him him was out. on the show Tuesday. Yeah, Timothy Dalton. Here. You know? Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> wow. What, 0014 of Pittsburgh, of uh, Buffalo? Um, so that's the that's the way we're, we're, we're running the show for the next two hours. Uh, yesterday, on yesterday's program, I had a top five list of the top five things about the 2022 season I know yes. for sure through two weeks. Number one on that list was the, the Bills are bona fide soul snatchers. No doubt. Another one on that list is the, the newest emerging rock star of the NFL is Jalen Hurts. We'll talk to Darius Slay about that coming up in hour number three. Uh, as a bookend, 
I now have for you another top five list of the top five things I don't know through two weeks of the 2022 season. I need NFL Films music, and here we go. The number five item on my list of things I don't know through the first two weeks of the 2022 season is I don't know what in the world is going on in the AFC South. I have no idea what's going on in the AFC South. Matt Ryan was supposed to come in and do un-Carson Wentz-like things, and he's made Carson Wentz look like the Matt Ryan that we used to know. And the Colts defensively can't stop anybody, and they've been they've entered the fourth quarter of their first two games down by a combined score of 44-3. And these are all facts, and I picked the Colts to win the division. But they're 0-1-1, which is only a half game out because the Texans are also 0-1-1 because the Colts tied the Texans in week one. And the Titans, who are the one seed and the defending champs of this division, they're 0-2. And they look all of 0-2. I mean, they, they have not looked good at all, except for the first, I guess, what, two and a half quarters against the Giants before they blew that one. And then they get smoked by the Bills. And now they're taking on the 0-3 Raiders. And could it be possible the Jacksonville Jaguars are just the best team in that division? Yeah, they're the only ones with a win right now. But could it be that their defense is really fast and really good and really young? And could it be that Trevor Lawrence is going to take that step forward from year one to year two or from year zero to year two? Because last year was, was a total disaster for him and the team. Maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars are, in fact, the best team in that division. So, so far, I just don't know what the hell's going on in the uh, AFC South. Number four on my list of uh, things I still don't know about the NFL season through two weeks. I, I, I don't know which is the best team in the best division in football. I don't know that yet because we went in saying it's got to be the AFC West and there's an 0-2 team in my Las Vegas Raiders in there <laughs> and there's the Denver Broncos in there at 1-1 looking all kinds of shaky, right? The Chargers have Justin Herbert with fractured rib cartilage yeah. and then you normally you take a look at the nfc west maybe they're the best team in division in football i don't know about that because you could say you could say this through two weeks you know what's forming to look like maybe the best division in football is the afc east the bills are the best team in the in the whole sport in my opinion the dolphins look terrific your patriots went in and beat the steelers when everybody thought they were about to go to zero and two and maybe my jets are sneaky good i'm going higher register yeah, on my jets i don't know so I don't know which is the best division in football through two weeks. And number three, based on uh, the AFC West coming in, is absolutely the best division football and the fact that we still don't know if that's true. Number three is, can Nathaniel Hackett? I don't know. And 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 uh, I'm hoping that Nathaniel Hackett can hack it. I'm hoping because he is uh, a delightful human who I've met on a handful of occasions. And what an opportunity that he has. And he's got a very sharp offensive mind i mean if rogers loves that sharp offensive mind then you know i'll check that box count me in on that but i I have no idea if he can hack it with making these decisions that he's made over the first two games and it is just two games we're marathoning we're not sprinting but if we we keep seeing some of these weird decisions where one game the 46 yard line is just good enough to try a 64 yarder to feel to to field goal to kick it and try and win a game in Seattle, but the 41-yard line is a spot from which you punt it after you go from a 36 back to the 41 in a game you're losing by three points. Instead of kicking a field goal in the thin Rocky Mountain air, you're punting it now at the 41. It makes no sense what we're seeing in Denver. And that's a question about their coach. 
can Nathaniel Hackett hack it? Number two on my uh, on my list of I don't know things I don't know through the first two games of the 2022 season. I'm going to take a long road here. I do not know if Trey Lance is going to start another game for the San Francisco 49ers as we are sitting here right now. Carted off in week two. The Jimmy G insurance policy, they break glass on it just five quarters into the season. And yes, he's had successful surgery. And yes, he's young and can heal fast to the point where it's possible he even heals in time for the playoffs. But if Jimmy Garoppolo, who's no you know, long-in-the-tooth type guy, if he can actually take the 49ers back to where they he took them or was part of taking them last year and even goes a step further because this team does have championship stuff everywhere else, why would they just say, okay, now we're turning to Trey Lance? Because they'll have already been about to take that second draft without the draft choices that they used to go get him. You know, you are what you are in the NFL, and you move forward from where you are, and maybe moving forward is Jimmy G. Why would they send him packing if he does what he does again? I don't know. Things are strange in the NFL. And then number one on the the, uh, list of items, things about the 2022 season, I still don't know through just two games this season. And maybe, maybe I'm thinking too hard about this or maybe I'm going a little too deep on this but I don't know is Tom Brady enjoying himself anymore I don't know that's a really good one that's really good I I just see him you know it just feels like there's a a level of joy that we always saw in him missing I'm not saying he's regretting his decision to come back I do not know what is going on in his personal life he looks gaunt to me. He, he looks like he's lost weight and he like more than ever before. And it looks like that there's this, you know, obviously when the Saints are, you know, holding you down offensively and they're they're smacking your offense around and you've got people right in your face and it's your protection up front is banged up already. And, you know, the receivers that you thought you'd have in week two aren't there because they're banged up still. You know, it can grate on a guy. You know, but as we all get older, there are things we tolerate less and less and less, and we lose patience faster. And I'm wondering if he's having fun because it looks like he's not, to be very honest. And they're 2 and 0. And I'm not around them, and I'm only seeing what I see on the sidelines and what I see in post game press conferences and press conferences during the middle of the week. It just looks to me like he might not be having that much fun. And. It's just an open-ended question. Does that mean he won't stick around Tampa? Is it a Tampa thing? Is it just an NFL thing? Is it just does he want to play anymore? Is he doing it because he's agreed to do it and now he's going through it? I just think he loves the competition, maybe. Yeah. But also for a guy like Tom, winning is fun. So like yes, and you know, they, they are, are and they are that, and they are that. Right, but it hasn't been easy. I don't know. There weeks. just seems to be. Maybe I'm reading too much into stuff. But that's my number one thing. I just don't know about the NFL 2022 season through the first two games. I like it. There's a lot we don't know. A lot. It's only been two weeks. But For um, some teams, this is the preseason for them. So we'll see. Who do you think the best division in football is right now? If you had to pick it. 
Because you take a look at the West, they're all one and one. You take a look at the NFC North, they're all one and one. Yep. You take a look at the NFC East, you have two two and O teams and the Cowboys and the and the Washington Commanders who have an offensive way about themselves and Chase Young isn't back yet. You could choose them. You could look at the North where you've got four really black and blue type teams, right? And then there's the AFC East where the best team in football in my mind resides and the Dolphins have a dynamic offense and the Patriots and Jets might not be homecomings. You know? You want to look top to bottom too about teams that could make the playoffs. And if you look at right. the AFC East, right, do we really think the Patriots and Jets are playoff teams? Maybe, know. but probably not, right? If you go at NFC West, I still think it might be the NFC West. Seattle's a little bit better than I think we all gave credit for, especially me. Okay. Uh Arizona, you know, getting that win against Vegas last week, that kind of really showed something. But we need to see it at the end of the year. And I don't know. The Lions are better than we thought, but the Bears, they're not a playoff team. What do you think, TJ? AFC North might be it for me. It's his choice for <laughs> AFC North. Okay. I think it might be AFC well, You mean, just talked yourself all the way back to the AFC with, North. I did, Interesting. I did a big roundabout. What do you think? I, I mean, we've been talking trash on this uh, division for a while, but, you know, like you said, these two 2 and 0 teams, everyone's over 500. Or 500 or over. 500 right? or over, depending. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want to say them. The NFC East? I don't want to, but record-wise, why not? Both these divisions. The reason AFC why and NFC. And the, NFC. the reason why, why I'm even bringing it up is because going into the season, AFC West deepest ever. Everybody, look who just arrived in the AFC West from outside the division in that hell going on month of of March. You know. Oh, did you guys ask that of Stefan Diggs? Or that's the one thing that... What's that? We didn't get to it. Oh, I, I had a whole thing planned for him. We only had 10 minutes. I didn't get a chance, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not like you didn't get a lot of out of him. Right, right. You, know, right. you, we could, we couldn't get you guys, it. Susan Marshall, you know, got the whole it business about his Christmas card out of him. Yeah. But the hell going on yeah, is the tweet of, of March. I, that was, I, had a, I asked Susie Diggs. before the show, I'm like, I have one question to ask him about this. and then We just couldn't get to couldn't it. Get to yeah, it. so uh, the reason why I bring this up right now is, again, like going in, the AFC West, hands down, toughest division in football, and maybe not. You got to start looking around through two weeks. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on WestwoodOneSports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. When we come back, the two quarterbacks to wrap up week number three in back-to-back fashion. Cooper Rush of the Cowboys, then Daniel Jones of the Giants calls in. That's how we're rolling. 844-204-RICH, number to dial as well if you want to comment on anything we just threw out there. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is 
unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Um, when you open a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, you're opening up more than just doors. You're unlocking potential, the potential to do your own thing, be your own boss, steer your own success, and blaze your own trail. Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to let you hit that open road and take on any goal you set. To help you follow your own passions, reawaken that spirit of adventure, and check all those big, bold, fun, and exciting experiences right off your bucket list. Owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live, work, and play out your dreams, no matter how far off the beaten path they'll take you. And with 16 body types, your choice of a gas or diesel engine, thousands of ways to customize. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. And don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Monday Night Football, both Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones out there on the field. How about them apples? 2-0 Giants trying to go to 3-0. Dallas Cowboys coming into New Jersey trying to spoil the party with their backup quarterback who might just be on the verge of creating a quarterback controversy as invited by the owner, Jerry Jones. And that is one of the items I mentioned to Cooper Rush when I chatted with him late yesterday. Here's my conversation with Cooper Rush with Daniel Jones right behind him. Joining me now in advance of Monday Night Football against the New York Football Giants, who are 2-0 atop the NFC East along with the Eagles. The quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys getting set for a big Monday nighter is Cooper Rush. How you doing, Cooper? Doing great. Thanks for having me. You got it. What's life like for you these days? Cooper Rush? Uh, kind of just back in the uh, starting quarterback role that you were in college and just kind of find that groove again for a few weeks. Um, you know, been a while since you've done it, so you just find the groove. So how does one find the groove? I mean, can you walk me through what's going on? <laughs> Getting you ready for your groove? <laughs> yeah, you're just uh, like week to week. This week we're on the Giants, obviously. You got to enjoy last week for a little bit, and then it's on to the next uh, this league doesn't let you kind of wait around and celebrate too long. So um, we're excited as a team. We've been uh, getting off to a good start. Had an extra day of prep this week. So 
Looking forward to Monday night. So uh, when you um, are in front of the team right now, what is uh, what is Dak doing along with you to help you get ready? Yeah, like this week and last week's been out of practice. Um, just helping communicate with me and Kellen and uh, kind of what we want to do, what the plan is. Um, you know, he's our leader, so having him around is always, always nice uh, for the group. And so when he is uh... – are you is he in the film room with you or are you are you getting him uh direct uh help from him in any way shape or form cooper yeah he's been yeah he's been in the meetings been in practice um kind of especially this week been a normal flow for him as if he was playing he's been in the meetings um watching the tape going through things uh, in the qb room and offensive room as a group um so i think he's trying to keep his routine normal too and uh it's helping us out at the same time so when you were growing up in Michigan, uh, who was your guy growing up, Cooper Rush, that you were trying to emulate? Um, I mean, I loved Breeze and Payne, all those guys, you know, every week. Uh, as I kept growing older, Stafford, you know, Detroit, Detroit Lions fan growing up, you know, watching him sling it. Um, so, but didn't really have a, you know, favorite team, kind of just watched whatever quarterback was on. So did you ever go to Ford Field or you you're 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 I assume you're too young for the Silverdome, right? Cooper? Yes, I'm too young for the Silverdome. But uh <laughs> been to Ford Field a couple times. My dad played uh in the Silverdome, he always talks about it in high school. Uh but uh I never <laughs> never was around for that. How'd you get to Central Michigan? How did that journey happen for you? Yeah, it was uh it was my only offer. I was lucky to get that one and um you know, took it after the end of my junior year in high school because didn't want to wait around, had one, and we were good to go. Um, coach Enos was the head coach up there, recruited me, gave me a chance, and then, um, you know, was able to work out there. And what was your draft process like back in the day? You you wound up being undrafted, but what was that like for you, Cooper Rush? Yeah, you kind of knew um, it was either going to be really late rounds or undrafted, and uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of the vibe we were getting. Um, you know, did the combine, uh, did pro day, did all that stuff. So I was on the radar, but, uh, knew it'd be an uphill battle, you know, being undrafted. Um, and then you kind of just found a good situation when you could have a chance to make a team and, you know, was able to find that here. So who was the one who, who rung you up, uh, to say, would you like to join? Was it a Jones? Was it, uh, was it coach Garrett? Who was, who called you eventually? It was, uh, Wade Wilson, the QB coach at the time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. And, uh, what was that moment? What was that moment like for you to get a call from a coach, the Dallas Cowboys, asking you to join uh, America's team, Cooper? Yeah, Rush. he. Uh, yeah, he let me know that we're interested, want to have you on, and um, so then they connected with my agent, and he said we're going to Dallas, and it was a uh, pretty much a done deal. But it was awesome just to have a chance. Um, you're sitting there on day three of the draft, you know, seeing all these all these uh, picks ahead of you, and just hoping maybe you get a late round, and then you get a call for undrafted. Um, Felt good. And so, again, now you find yourself in a very unique position uh, getting the start uh, for more than just a spot uh, that you found yourself in last year on Sunday night football against the Vikings, and you won that football game. Now you're in an extended period of time. I don't know if you heard on Thursday, Cooper Rush, but Jerry Jones says he hopes you put him in the position of creating a quarterback controversy. Did you hear that quote, Cooper Rush? (laughs) Yeah, I did see that. Uh, yeah, we're winning games. That's that's the goal is just to keep winning games. Like you said, it's uh, last 
which was just one a one spot fill in uh like i said this year you kind of get to be the starter for a few weeks and uh find that you know like you've had, like you've been a star your whole life you know you kind of remind yourself that and uh this is kind of what you do and um luckily i got great team around me good defense um tons of talent on offense so just gotta keep it rolling for a few weeks and create a quarterback controversy yourself <laughs> Cooper? yeah that uh i doubt that Okay. What do you mean you doubt? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're you're quarterbacking the Dallas Cowboys right now, Cooper Rush. I mean, you got a big game against the Giants. You spent a cup of coffee with in 2020, right? So here we go. Don't you think this is an opportunity for you yourself, Cooper? Yeah, definitely an opportunity. Every time you're out there, um, you know, it's opportunity for yourself, for your career, and then. But the main thing is just to focus on that one game at a time. Really, you know, everything else will take care of itself. You just keep playing well, keep putting good film out there, keep winning games. Uh, and keep leading the team. You know that's kind of what they need, what they want out of the quarterback, whoever's in there, and uh, that's kind of the goal. When was the last time you started consecutive games, Cooper? When was that last time for you? Uh, senior college, 2016. Damn, it's been <laughs> <Yeah>. that. L- <laughs> so you got to yeah. be loving that this is a little bit of a groove here, right? I mean, obviously, this is your job. That if 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 you need to do it, this is the time to do it. But this has got to be an interesting experience to get back in the saddle like that for the Dallas Cowboys. I guess would you not agree, yeah. Cooper Rush? No, I uh, definitely agree. That's that's the it's uh, a cool part about it. What opportunity? Um, you know what a crazy life this is. You know, wait around all these all these years and. Now you're at the helm of the Dallas Cowboys for a few weeks and um, enjoying every minute of it. Can't wait to just get back out there on Monday. Okay, and so the challenge in front of the Giants, what have you seen on film so far that you know is going to be something that you got to mind your P's and Q's for on Monday Night Football, Cooper? Yeah, they're uh, they're really good up front. Obviously, they have some big-time playmakers on that on that front defensive line. Um, you know, then they can get exotic in the back end with different pressures and um, you know, the coordinator has a long history in Baltimore that, of doing that type of stuff. And so uh, you can't prepare, you put together a plan, then you just have to go out and react. Okay. Well, good luck to you, Cooper Rush. I mean, uh, what, what message do you have for Dallas Cowboys fans that are nervous about Dak being out for an extended period of time and that you are the one who has uh, the team and, uh, under your control? What message do you have for Cowboys fans who might be a little bit concerned? Yeah, the plan is just do your job. You know, it's this is like you said earlier, this is why you do it, this is what you do. Um, you know, you kinda remind yourself you're born to play quarterback and you just kinda stay on that path. Cooper Rush, thanks for the time. Good luck on Monday night football. Greatly appreciate it, sir. All right, thank you. Not many words. Not many words. Man of little words. But how about by, by the way that, oh, oh, are you okay? Do you need a tissue? Oh Yeah, that's my quarterback. Ladies and gentlemen. That's that's my quarterback. Yeah, until Dak gets back. <laughs> that's fine, though. That's no, fine. Good, this is a that's good, what it should be. That's what, what it needs to be. This is exactly what you want. In the same way that San I Francisco. said, hey, no no Deshaun Watson for 11 games. Five games is all right. Six is really good. Seven is made in the shade. So Dak's out for six. Minimum. Let's just say six. Yeah, that seems to say Three out of the six, you're golden. That's all we wanted, Rich. I Four told you. out of the six is, I mean, yeah. he might is not get dynamite. Five, Five or six out of the six? <laughs> Full-blown quarterback yeah. controversy. Yeah. Which is fine. Like I said, if you're better, you're the why, better man. And that's why Jerry said... 
put the quarterback controversy in front of me because guess what? There's no quarterback controversy. It's going back to Dak. Yeah, I mean, we, but if there is, it's a good thing. That means he did yes, his job. Yes, that means he yeah. did his job. And the thing that I thought was really fascinating, um, by the way, Daniel Jones is – in a meeting, he's going to be joining us in the next half hour at some point. Is it that he saw that Cooper Rush interview and knew he had Maybe to do some just, extra you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. film study? Because that's, that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or he just, he's going to get Cooper Rush's word count and hopefully at the over. Um, and so. Wow. <laughs> Rich, when you say over, I don't really know what that means. What does that mean? What does over? Like, like over what? Over like, what? over easy? Like, it was yeah. eating eggs during eggs, the interview? Over excited? Like, yeah. we, we don't. Like, when you say over, it yeah. yeah. like blows right over my head. Over my head. Oh, I, believe, I, I believe Daniel Jones is calling in right now. Oh, hey. Oh. Hey. But <laughs> what I'm essentially saying to you, sir, is the thing I thought that was really fascinating from him is that he hasn't started back-to-back games since 2016. Ooh, it's oh. the first time he started a game, and then the next week he goes again. Quick math. That's yep. Just by that alone, you got to figure it's it's going to get better. You would hope. <laughs> you know? But he's 2-0. So. He is from last year to this year. Exactly. And last year, I just, I mean, we got, you, you got to get someone else involved to get CeeDee Lamb up and running. And people are pointing that that's a CeeDee Lamb fault, not not the quarterback's fault. Hey, Noah Brown's doing his job. I know. So, you know. I know. And, hey, Rich, where this Gallup is looking like he's coming soon. So. Okay. Oh, you know who's on the phone line right now? The Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is the quarterback of the New York football Giants. Because we are fair and balanced. You just heard from Cooper Rush. He is back here on the Rich Eisen Show for the 2-0 and New York Giants. He is none other than Daniel Jones. How you doing, Daniel? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? I am doing great. Um, how's life for you at 2-0 and right now, Daniel Jones? Uh, it's good. It's good. Um, you know, we uh, had two tough games and, uh, you know, happy to finish them both. But uh, we understand there's a lot of work to do, and um, we're, uh, we're back at it, ready to go. So uh, let's just jump right into the uh, Coach Dayball of it all. Uh, how has his injection into your life, into your quarterback room jet stream, changed things for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been fun working with, with, uh, with Dave. He's brought an energy and, uh, you know, enthusiasm to the, I'd say, to the whole building. I think the guys have really grabbed onto and, and, uh, and appreciated, but... Uh, it's been fun working with him. He's a energetic guy. He's got lots of ideas, and um, you know he's always on. He always wants to talk football. Wants to get on the same page and think about something we could, you know, a check we could make or something we could do here or there that would help us out. And it's been uh, it's been fun work, working with him. I've you, learned a lot. Do you have an example of of him coming in and showing you something that you you know um, you hadn't seen before, or something that uh, turned a light bulb on over? Your head, in a way, you got an example of that to pass along, Daniel Jones. Um, I, I don't know if there's a uh, example. I mean, I think early on in the spring, I realized as we were practicing against our defense and just installing the offense, uh, you know, how quickly he wanted to uh, start, you know, adding new things here or there, or adding a variation to a certain route or a check versus a certain look to. Uh, you know, to build into the system and for guys to go ahead and get repped and, and learn as part of, you know, kind of that base level install. I think that was good for us there. And I realized kind of how he thought about football, how he saw 
certain situations and, and trying to get us in the best look possible and give us an advantage. Well, I just know Daniel Jones from talking to my friends and uh, who live back uh, out east where I grew up, right around uh, Staten Island and all the other five boroughs in New Jersey, is the decision to go for two in week one was so jarring to the Giants fan base. It was so audacious and uh, risky but also aggressive um, that that it, it, it invigorated them. And the fact that it obviously worked out was even uh, better. What was it like for you? When uh, walk me through that moment when Brian Dayball, you score the touchdown to essentially tie the game, and he's like, "And we're not tying. We're going to go up. We're going to go for two. What was that moment for you, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, myself, as long as the rest of the players, I don't think we were we were really surprised by it at all. I think he's been clear, really, since he's gotten here, he's going to be aggressive and and put us in those, uh, give us those opportunities to win the game uh, down the stretch. You know, whether it's a you know, fourth and short, you know, giving us a chance to go for it or, you know, that situation of two points to win the game. Um, you know, as players, you want to be in those situations. You want to have a chance to win the game, um, you know, down there, you know, down there at the end of it. So, um, you know, we appreciate that. And, and uh, I don't think any of us were surprised by that call there. Then what was it like when, when you hit it? And then obviously Bullock missed the field goal and it resulted in a win, a 1-0 and start. Um, because the, the the folks that I I know who cover the team say they just gave a di- there's just a different air in the building after that than previous years, Daniel. Yeah, I think uh, I think there was. I mean, I think there was a lot of uh, you know it was a fun celebration in the locker room after the game, and um, you know a game where we had to come back down the stretch, and and uh, you know certainly wasn't perfect. A lot of things uh, you know we we uh, you know didn't do as well as we had hoped, but. We were able to, you know, kind of grit it out and, and find a way to win down there, uh, down the stretch. So that felt good, and we certainly enjoyed it. But, you know, I think we we uh, understood it, moved on pretty quick, and uh, we got to do the same thing this week. I think we have. Daniel Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show in advance of Monday Night Football on Westwood One. John Mara, one of the owners of the team, signs the checks uh, in the non-playing season, talking about you and your tenure there in New York said that the team, quote-unquote, did everything to screw the kid up, meaning you, uh, since you came off the campus at Duke, and that was a vote of confidence in your favor. What did you think of when you heard that comment from John Mara, Daniel Jones? Um, well, I mean, I think, um, you know, as a quarterback, and, you know, personally I, I feel responsible for, you know, I'm, I'm fully responsible for my play, and, and uh, you know, we haven't won enough games here the past few years, so. Uh, you know, I feel responsible for that. So I think that's, you know, what kind of where my head is and, and where, you know, my focus was uh, when I heard those comments. And, um, you know, I think that's been that's been my approach to make sure we're, we're in a different situation going forward. Well, I mean, how has Dable provided the stability that Mara said he wanted? And again, I know it's just two games in and you got a huge Monday nighter against the Cowboys, but... Um, it's been several weeks since he's a month since he's been there, and you were rehabbing a neck injury. How how did that? How has Dable brought that stability in your estimation, Daniel? Um, well, I mean, I think he's just brought a he's brought an energy. He's brought a, a confidence, and um, you know, I think guys feel that, and guys you know respond to that well. So um, you know, it's been a competitive uh, culture here. You know, I think that was one of the big things he. He wanted when he brought in, and he was clear with, with us that, um, you know, he wanted a competitive culture where, you know, we were, 
you know, out competing every day at practice and, and pushing each other to get better. Um, so I think that's been a, a big part of his his uh, goal for us. And what about you, Daniel? I mean, there's so many so much question about your tenure in New York and and your future there. How have you been uh, compartmentalizing this whole process? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think um, at the end of the day, it's about winning games. Um, you know, I think it is. It's really the truth. It's not just cliche that. Um, you know, if we win games, it'll all take care of itself, and that's kind of been my my uh, my focus. So, uh, as a quarterback, you know, I've got a job to do and a uh, you know a job for this team. So, I feel like if I put the team in a position to win games, and things will work out. What's the challenge from the Cowboys for you? Um, they're a good defense. They're fast and physical. I think it starts up front with their pass rush. Uh, you know, they've got some good players up there for sure, and, and guys in the back end who can make some plays. So, uh, you know, we'll be ready for them. I think it's going to be a four-quarter game. Um, you know, they all are. These are, you know, tough divisional games. Um, it'll fun, be fun to be at home in front of the home fans and, uh, you know, kind of be a fun stage for the for Monday night. Yeah, so, I mean. Looking forward to it, Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, the home fans, it, maybe they you know, not selling uh, their secondary tickets to market to Cowboys fans. It seems like they're loud the first two weeks, like they're showing up. At least, you know, obviously you, you were you were in uh, Tennessee to start, but it, it seemed like a different atmosphere against Carolina. Would you agree with that, Daniel? Yeah, absolutely. I think you could feel it. You can feel the energy. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was rocking. So I'm looking forward to getting out there Monday night. A lot of circles on number 11 in your meetings this week? <laughs> yeah, he, he's a good player for sure. He uh, he's a good player. Can do a lot of different things. Uh, obviously, rushing the passer, but just his speed and knack for getting to the football, um, you know, definitely leaps off the tape. So we'll be we'll be ready for it. But he's certainly a good player. For those who may not know, number eleven's Micah Parsons. I just decided I, I should let my audience know that, uh, Daniel. You're, you're smart enough to they, know that. They should probably know that by now. They though, should right? know that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, before I let you go, do you got a good Coach K story? You're 6'5". Did he ever tap you on the shoulder and say, let's play basketball? Did that ever happen with you, Daniel? I wish. I, I wish. My, my, brother, uh, my brother actually did a fifth year at Duke, played hoops for him mm-hmm. um, last year. So I got to go to some of those games and, and kind of be around a little bit. Um, but uh, – I don't know if I have a great story. Uh, you know, I remember when they came up here and played Kentucky in the Garden last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to sit down with them and talk, and it was just my family and my brother, and uh, we just hung out in the hotel lobby and talked for 45 minutes, which was pretty cool for me just to hear his, his stories and, uh, you know, hear, hear him speak. But he's a unbelievable leader, and uh, there's no wonder why he's – that's successful. So he never he never went to Coach Cutcliffe and say let's let's give Daniel a little guard play. What 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 would you play? Guard forward six five yeah, anything like that? I don't know. I think he, I think he was all set at guard. They had R.J. Barrett and oh, yeah. uh, you know those guys and Don was there. Oh. They, they didn't need my help. <laughs> no, R.J. Barrett was able to hold it down. I think yeah. Yeah, right. R.J. Kennard, all those guys. Some reason they didn't. They never tapped me in. Okay, so uh, what do you tell the big blue faithful that's over the moon right now about this two and zero start and seeing Saquon run like Penn State? And I'm I'm sure you know again, Micah Parsons, another Penn Stater, would like to stop this train. But uh, what do you say to the big blue faithful that's over the moon over this two and zero start right now, Daniel Jones? Um, yeah, I mean, we we certainly appreciate the support, and uh, I know this fan base is hungry for. 
for wins. Uh, we, we understand that and we feel that. Um, but at the same time, I think we understand there's a lot of work to do for us and we're determined to do it. We're, we're working on improving every day and, uh, you know, making sure we're, we're putting the best team on the field every week that we can. And, and guys have that attitude. They're excited. We're confident, but, uh, you know, understand there's a lot to do. Daniel Jones, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it on a, on a Friday before a huge game for you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate right, it. Right back at you. That's Daniel Jones, quarterback, New York Giants, 2-0 Giants, 1-1 Cowboys. Saquon Barkley, Penn Stater. Big game. Micah Parsons, Penn Stater. Yep. Eli Manning, Penn State walk-on. <laughs> that was amazing. And it just it's too bad Daniel Jones picked up nothing from Eli. Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Not the cadence, not the way to talk, not the way to, you know, block out all the noise in New York City, not to stay out of trouble, not just to live your life. Didn't pick anything up from Eli. Too bad. Was I talking to Eli? Did Eli walk on into that interview as well? <laughs> Possible. What's his name? Chad? What's his name? Powers. Chad Powers. Powers. <laughs> Eli talking to himself in the third person is Chad. Come on, Chad. Oh, my God. Chad, throw Chad. Here we go. Fantastic. If you guys don't know, Eli walked, did a, a video where he walked on to Penn State as a, mm-hmm. as a possible walk-on quarterback. He was in makeup and... You got to search the video. You run like a 5740 or something. <laughs> when we come back, the New York sports story that uh, almost happened last night. Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run of the year last night, according to the Fox camera operator behind home plate. <laughs> Damn it! I thought it was out. That's coming up next. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. So last night in the middle of the Browns and the Steelers game, Yankees-Red Sox game tied at four. Aaron Judge 
60 home runs, comes to the plate, bottom of the ninth. I mean, this is Hollywood-type script material. And if you want a little bit more of a background, on October 1st, 1961, Roger Maris hit his 61st home run against the Red Sox. That was the fourth inning of a game. This is bottom of the ninth. <laughs> yeah, walk this is bottom yeah, this is, yeah. of the ninth tied game. This yeah, yeah. will be walk-off. Place would go crazy. Maris family there. Judge family there. Matt Barnes at the plate. John Sterling at the mic. And the pitch is swung on and hit in the air to deep center. And there is back. He's on the track. Next to the wall makes the catch. He made the catch right at the Monument Park wall. Oh, almost. <laughs> By the way, John I'm Sterling shocked on it. that he didn't go. He didn't it go it is high. And it is far. far. He was yeah. on it. Yeah, he, he was on really it. really surprises me. Way to go, John Sterling. Wow. And it also goes to show you, John Sterling is not calling this action off of a television screen. Because if he was, oh my goodness. it would have been high. It would have been far. It would have hit the four train. Because, <laughs> the camera let me tell you something. Growing up watching Yankee games, you knew Rizzuto was calling it off the television screen because the Channel 11 WPIX yes. camera operators, when Reggie hit one deep or anyone else, they would just widen out. Yeah. They would go wide, and it's like, well, that thing's going to be 20 rows back. And like, Holy cow, it was a can of corn. I thought it was gone. Mess up. Like, that's the way it would always go. <laughs> Holy cow, white. I thought that was a guy. That was gone. He was due, too. Oh, boy, he was due. I mean, that was my uh, growing up. And last night, I, I don't mean to call out one of your colleagues on Fox, but that whoever was behind home, like, director the takes the home plate camera, yeah, camera too, going yeah. out towards center field, and it's so wide. Yeah. I thought that thing was going to hit the, the, the batter's eye, the, the black part of Yankee yep. Stadium, which is where, you know, Reggie's third and final home run hit in that hitter's eye as well. You know, in the old stadium, I thought that would have been nice symmetry of just watching that ball go 450 yeah. feet bouncing off that thing. And instead, here's there's Enrique, there's Kiki Hernandez. Like it, it looked like it was going. It looked like I it was, was going. I was in the booth at Fox, and, and we you couldn't even up. see Kike in the outfield because no, the camera no, t- had no, tilted, it up, tilted up, and it was just yeah. like, this was like yeah. come yeah. on, come I on. Have a, I have a recording, in the and then booth. they go back down, and he's just like. Yeah. Like, Come him. on. And I was like, exactly. I thought that was it. Walk off. He totally 61. Got that beat he the totally Red got Sox. Him. Would have been cool. New York, New York playing to get Sinatra going. He totally, Come on. He, he totally got it. He totally got the camera operator. I, I thought mean, of that line from Tootsie. You know, remember that line got, from Tootsie? When, remember that line from Tootsie when, when uh, um, Dustin Hoffman shows up as the actress and he's dressed as a woman and it's clearly Dustin Hoffman? But they're, at any rate, it's the soap opera, and they're like, you know, widen out. How far back? And he goes, how far? And keep going, widen out. And you hear the director say to the, the, uh, the camera operator, how far can you wide, How far can you go back? And the camera operator goes, how about Cleveland? Cleveland. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, you went back to Cleveland. I know I'm making a Tootsie reference. I know you're shaking your head yeah, no I, over there. I've never seen it either. These brilliant movie. Brilliant oh, movie. It's Oscar yeah. material. Be- Bill Murray in an uncredited role. Well, you yes. need to see it. Is it in color? That is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's in color. The Bill Murray line when it's, it's all phenomenal. revealed. That is one nutty hospital. But at any rate, I mean, so <laughs> yeah. widen yeah. out. And I thought, that's gone. It's, gone. it's it. We did. We all thought. Well, Rich, we all thought. Everyone watching. Everyone it's like thought. the Sopranos ending. We all thought the same thing. Yep. Except they got a black. 
It's going to go to black. It's going to go black. It's going to go black. For 10 seconds. We thought home run, game over. Do you Let's see go. the reaction of uh, of Judge's wife and, and, and family? Yeah. They thought it was gone, too. We all did. Yeah. By the way, the crack so, of the bat, the too. It sounded That's like one I mean. of those, too. It sounded like a home run. Yeah. It had like a 113 like, exit. Let's give like, John Sterling some run, man. Let's give him one more shot. He nailed it. And you thought, like, even as hard, it is hard. You thought I was going to play it, that it would be like him, like, oh, no, 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 go for it. Here we go. Hit it. Hit it one more time. And the pitch is swung on. Hit in the air to deep center. Hernandez back. He's on the track. Next to the wall makes the catch. He made the catch right at the Monument Park wall. Oh, almost. You can hear hear Susan Waldman go, "Mm." Yeah, in the background. You hear her. Exactly. Mm, damn. Right, Yankees still win, though. Yeah. They clinched a, uh, a wild card spot last night. Their magic number to clinch the division and avoid a complete, unmitigated, disastrous second half is six over the Oof. Jays. They got three more to go tonight. Three more to go tonight. Apple TV gets it tonight. Apple TV. Apple TV is on the clock tonight. Take that, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Darius Slay coming up. I also saw today Jimmy Trainer, whose podcast it was on on Sports Illustrated this, this week. Great chat with Jimmy. Uh, everyone should go check it out. He put out a tweet of the Apple, the Apple TV uh, promo for the game. You know that who's front and center for the promo is Giancarlo Stanton, and he's just like, "Hey, what are we going game within the game? Is that what we're doing here? Are you kidding me?" Like, you get it exclusively. Like, there's apparently no live look-ins no. being made available that. to anybody else. No, Not even wow. MLB Network won't take his at-bats live. No ESPN. No, yet, yes, nothing. It's all exclusive on Apple TV, and I get, you know, I get that they're, oh, you spend they spent the money. money. Exactly. And but still, feet. it's just, you know, this I, is a historic moment. And you got to wonder if they're if he's if they know what's do they know Judge has got sixty? He's doing it. He's doing it tomorrow. <laughs> do, do they know? He's, I told he's going to do sixty one well, tonight. Tomorrow he breaks it. Yeah, so I'm on the Apple TV Plus. Uh, Did they fix it? Twitter yet? page right now. Yeah, they, about an hour ago well, they they, gotta, have, they have a nice like they got um, Judge, Judge now. They got a nice fifteen second promo. Aaron Judge hunts home run history. He's going to tie it tonight. He's going to do it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. you got you got it. Put it up. You got it. Oh, yeah. oh you got to have it. Okay. I'm just watching. The, it's a oh. it's a video. They they got a nice little 15 second or up there. So. Okay, I they changed it. And it's available on Roku. You can get it on Roku tonight. Is that what you can do? So you said. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I don't anyway. know. Apple TV Plus is available on Roku. Okay, there you go. Fantastic. So jump out of Rio number five on this channel. 